When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. If you've listened before, thank you so much for coming back. I appreciate you. If this is the first time you've heard the podcast, thank you also. I appreciate you too. And I hope that you'll check out some of the other previous episodes that have been uh, uploaded. So toward the end of every episode, I try to remember to encourage everyone to go to the website of the same name, PassiveIncomeGroup360.com, and to complete the one-question survey. It's really easy. It's one question. It's on the front page, and it's just asking you where you are in your journey. Are you thinking about starting a business? Do you have a business? Do you have a business that you would like to see grow? I just want to have an idea of you know, who's listening to the show, uh, what types of things may be interesting to you. So please feel free to go to the website and do that. If you have uh, show topic um, ideas, I'm open to different uh, topics as well. So you can contact me through the website with suggestions. And actually, uh, some of you did send me requests to address how to open an Etsy shop. And I did have two specific requests Um, to talk about how to start an Etsy printable shop specifically. And I thought that would be great. Um, I actually do have an Etsy printable uh, business myself. And I've been working on a mini course on how to start an Etsy printables business. So I thought it would be the perfect topic for today. So first of all, if you're not familiar with Etsy, Etsy is an online marketplace that traditionally sells handmade crafts. You know, for a long time, you can go on Etsy and find, I mean, anything you can imagine that's handmade, jewelry, you know, wooden signs, invitations, decorations, anything that you wanted to have customized, personalized, you'd find on Etsy. And it's still that way now, even though there are people that actually have, you know, drop shipping businesses that they're operating through Etsy, there's still a, a great number of people who you know, offer handmade crafts on the website. In addition to that, you have people who design printable art, or just downloadable forms, templates, stationery, anything you can imagine. They sell that on, on Etsy as well. So while there are people that sell those types of paper goods and they ship them to you, the people that opt to open a printables business 
do so in large part because it saves time. They don't have to package up a box of stationery and ship it to anyone. They can offer it as a printable. And then when the customer pays for that um, item, they will just download it. And you can either print it out yourself as a customer or you can send it to a local printer and they'll print it out for you and you can go pick it up. And um, yeah, so it's you can do it both ways. You can ship it or it can be offered as a printable. So I just kind of want to talk about the printable side of Etsy today. And so I guess maybe maybe wonder if you're not familiar with Etsy, you know, what types of printables are we talking about? You know, what are people buying on Etsy that they'd want to actually download as opposed to having it shipped to them? Well, um, everything. <laughs> you can buy wall art on Etsy. You know, if you can buy the type of art that just is text-based. You know, you've seen different wall art pieces that'll just say, you know, Lady Boss or Hustle or you know, terms like that where you can just frame it. And it's a simple text-based design, but you see a lot of that on Etsy. And it's not hard to design. And once a person buys it, they download it, you get your money, and it's done. There are a lot of invitations that are sold on Etsy. And one of the good things about having it as a printable is that you can even have your customer customize it themselves if you use certain uh, software programs like template will allow the customer to go in there and, you know, change the font, change the names, maybe change some of the coloring and, and even the format, you know, depending on what you want the customer to be able to um, change. So it makes it very convenient and it's way cheaper than actually having a printer, you know, customize paper invitations for you that they're going to print. It's a lot cheaper. So invitations are huge. Uh, party and wedding signs are huge. You know, this big signs that you see when you're walking into a wedding reception that says, you know, uh, the Jenkins wedding party. And it'll just be one big sign up on an easel. Well, they sell a lot of those on Etsy as well. And if it's something that you'd want to offer, you would design it, you know, in different sizes so that the person that's actually shopping for it can pick the sign size that they want. And it makes it convenient, but those are also popular. And in addition to that, you know, the stationery, guest books, in addition to party favors, cake toppers, anything that you can imagine that is made with paper can be offered in an Etsy printable shop, which makes it really nice. And so the next question is, how do I go about designing this work, you know, this art? What if I'm not a good designer? What if I can't draw? What if I can't paint? Well, you don't have to do that. You know, there are so many different websites and programs out there to help you design that you can make beautiful, beautiful printables, beautiful pieces of wall art just by playing around with some free programs to see, you know, what you can come up with. Canva is a free website and they do have a pro version, but it's it's a free website. And that allows you to make really nice especially nice text-based artwork, and it's user-friendly. So if you've never tried it before and you're interested in, in making some type of wall art, I would suggest you play around with Canva and see what you can do with that because it allows you to change the font. There are a lot of different fonts to choose from. You can upload different elements 
um, and clip art from other sites that you can add to your artwork. And it's a really, really nice tool. And it's very popular with people who sell printables on Etsy. Um, let's see. There's Inkscape. There's Paint.net. There's GIMP. And there's one more that I can't think of right now. Oh, iPicky. Those are all free. And to me, to me, <laughs> they're a lot easier to use than, you know, the Adobe Illustrator and Adobe Photoshop. And I think I touched on that before. To me, they're just way more user-friendly and they're free. So you can take your time with them, just see which one you feel more comfortable with, and then just, you know, just play around with it and have fun. Of course, if you are familiar with Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop, then you know you can do a ton with those. You can do a ton. You can do anything with those. But if you don't have them, and maybe you're concerned about the cost, because you do have to pay a monthly fee for the Adobe products, and there's a learning curve, then I would try some of the other free uh, tools that are out there. And if you really just don't want to have to design it yourself, you can always outsource it to another designer. So if you go into a website like Fiverr, you can find a designer who will give you a design based on your request, based on your, you know, instruction, and they'll send it to you in different formats. And I've had someone design a couple of um, t-shirts for me. And I believe each design was a maybe $10, something like that. And that was even after going back and forth with, you know, um, you know, not errors. I mean, they, not um, clarifications because they did a good job, but I did request that they change the color of something and it wasn't a problem. They just made the change and they sent it to me, you know, in the color that I requested. And I think it was $10 for each design. And I waited maybe a day or two um, to get the design that I requested. So if you, you know, you just definitely feel like you just don't want to have to go through that design process you may want to think about outsourcing that to a designer on a website like Fiverr. And I think Upwork is another one and uh, 99 Designs. Now, I'm not sure how much they charge. Um, they may be a little bit more than Fiverr, but it's something worth checking out. You know, if you want to have a designer create something for you. Now, once you open up your shop, the biggest hurdle you know, it's not opening the shop. Actually setting up the Etsy shop is pretty easy. You go on, you pick a profile picture, you write a, a description of what your shop is about. You organize it so that if you're selling all printables, you may want to have a section for invitations, one for signs, guest books, whatever it is you're selling. You want to organize it so that the shopper has a good experience when they come to your store. Um, after you do that, you'll upload each design You'll name a price, set a price for yourself. And just keep in mind that Etsy will charge you 20 cents per listing. And they do receive a small percentage of each uh, sale that you make. So you want to make sure that you build that into your price. And, and speaking of price, before you set your price, it's a good idea to look around at similar items to see what other people are charging. So you don't necessarily want to make yours the cheapest because then that lowers the perceived value, but you don't want to price it so high that someone will say, yeah, you know what? I saw the same item on the next page. I'll just get it from there because I can save, you know, five bucks. So always look around and just get an idea um, 
you know, what people are selling their items for, at least until you build, you know, yourself a clientele. And then at that point, if you want to raise your prices, you can, because you'll have sales under your belt. Hopefully you'll have some good reviews and you can feel justified in raising your price. So yeah, the biggest hurdle, I think after all that is actually the marketing. So you can have a beautiful shop, you can have beautiful items, but if no one knows about it, then, you know, how are you going to make any sales, right? So what I would suggest is this. If you have any kind of following at all, I mean, it could just be Facebook. Maybe you have a Facebook um, page where it's, you know, family and friends, you know, send a picture of some of your artwork to them. Show them what you're doing. Send them a link to your shop so that when they're shopping for Christmas gifts and birthday presents, they'll think of you. Um, post pictures or videos of yourself with some of the items. Showcase some of your work in a post that's either maybe with a video clip or uh, pictures. Maybe you have some wall art that you have framed. You know, take pictures of yourself with the art and post it on your in your Facebook page. Um, if you have emails of friends and family members, people that don't mind getting a link from you to your shop, send them the link and invite them to look at your shop, to check it out. Send it to anyone that you can just to get the word out initially. And when you're giving out Christmas gifts and birthday gifts yourself, guess what? Don't buy them something. Give them something that you created from your shop with a business card attached so that they can see, wow, you know, she does really good work. Wow, he did a really good job on this. I think I may want to shop there uh, for the next upcoming holiday. You never know. Now, you can always run an ad. Of course, you can always run a paid ad. But if you're running an ad, let's say on Instagram or Facebook, it, well, the marketing aspect will take trial and error. And it will take research. Because, you know, it's not as easy as just saying, okay, I'm placing an ad. Everyone's going to flock to my store. You have to learn how to find your right audience. And then you have to figure out the right creative that will attract that audience. So it'll be trial and error. And because the ads are not free, you know, you're spending money on that trial and error. So I would suggest doing all the free things you can. And then once you start making some sales, take that money and put it back into the business so that if you want to use that money for advertising, you're not coming out of your pocket from the very beginning, you know, paying for ads, not really knowing what will attract, you know, your, your ideal customer. So that would be, that would be my suggestion. Um, if you're going to place an ad, I think even before I, I went to Facebook and Instagram, I would want an ad on Etsy on the platform itself, because Etsy to an extent will market for you um, because they want that percentage of your sale, right? So that's an incentive for Etsy to try to get your shop in front of some eyes anyway. So to boost that, if you're going to place an ad, I would suggest placing an ad um, on the Etsy platform just to get my listings ahead of some other competitors. I think that would be a good use of money, you know, if you make a few sales. And the more items you list, the better. The more activity in your store, the better. So if you plan on selling 
50 items, don't put up all 50 the same day and then not tend to the store for six months because Etsy likes to see activity, regular activity in your store. So if you have 50 to list up front, I would suggest you list, if you list it one a day, if you don't have time to sit down and list one a day, you know, maybe do four or five a week and do it that way. This way, the algorithm will see that you're actively involved in your shop. Even once you've listed all 50, you know, go still go back in, maybe, you know, update some of your listings and add to your descriptions, make sure that all of your um, descriptions, prices, tags are just the way you want them. So they'll still see constant activity in your shop. And then once you've got, you know, a nice amount of items in your shop, because you don't want to go to a shop and it's barren, right? You go to the shop and then you're scrolling through and there are only three items there. Because then the shop just looks like it's not finished. So you do want to have enough there so that people have something to scroll through. So the more, the better. Still quality over quantity. Don't just throw it out there. You still want it to be good. But, you know, take it seriously like it's a real business. And make sure that it's got a lot of options for people. So that when they see one thing they like, they can actually scroll through and see, wow, maybe I'll buy two things. Maybe I'll come back to buy this for the next occasion. So give people options and give them reasons to come back and give them reasons to stay in your shop as opposed to just scrolling and moving on to someone else. All right. So that that's my advice for that. But an Etsy printables business is great. Um, it does not require as much work as it would if you had to ship those products out. I mean, people can go to go to your shop. You get notification if someone's purchased something. And it's a great feeling knowing that you don't have to prepare a shipment. You just want to make sure that they get the download. Um, of course, you'll leave contact information so they, they can reach you in case the download does not work and you can walk them through the process. But yeah, it's, it's a great business. Um, it can be passive income to an extent if, you know, once you've up uploaded all of your products and listings, um, you know, people start buying. That's great. It's something that you can make money on while you're sleeping. And that's that's definitely the goal. So if you need any other information on Etsy printable businesses, please reach out to me and let me know on the website because I can definitely do another episode and go a little bit more in depth about, you know, either other types of Etsy businesses or even go more in depth about the printable business in general, because you can sell printables on other platforms as well. So just, just let me know. Uh, please don't forget to follow the show. So you'll receive a reminder every time I upload another episode. Please don't forget to join me on the website, PassiveIncomeGroup360.com. And feel free to follow me on social media, Passive Income Group 360, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. But I think that's going to do it for me for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. And I hope to hear you, hear from you soon. But if not, I will talk to you next week. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.